WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. Thank you for tuning in. This is 90.7 The Cap Zone, the student section. My name is Brady. I'm here joined with Jalen and Connor. And how are you boys doing tonight? I'm doing quite swell. I, I don't know about that game last night, but uh, other yeah, than that, it's a pretty good, pretty good day. That game. <laughs> that game was horrible. That that might have been the worst football game I've ever watched in the NFL. I can't lie. Snooze fast. There were in the first half. There were five straight three and outs. It was miserable. It was like they choose the worst games for Thursday night football as of now. I mean, next week we got Bears versus Commanders. Like, can we pick up a little bit? It's. It's just like normally on like Sunday when there's the bad game, you just switch to the other channel and there's a better game. But on Thursday night, you're just stuck here watching the punters see who can punt farther. And it it is it's kind of a bad look on the NFL, I wanna say. I think it is too. Out of like out of the game when the game ended, the only thing anyone was talking about was how bad the game was to watch. You know it's you know it's a bad game when the highlights the only highlights were the kickers. Oh, my goodness. Most definitely. I mean, I think the biggest highlight was Russell Wilson missing his receiver in the, the final play of the game. Oh, yeah. Him looking off an open receiver. Like that, was the, that was the play that was circling around everywhere after the game. Yeah, I mean, uh, you looking at the offseason moves these both teams did to get these high-level quarterbacks and both two interceptions against each other. I mean, it doesn't look like a really great move so far this season. Well, how about their head coach? Because their head coach looks absolutely terrible. Nathaniel Hackett might have been the worst hire yeah. this season. He looks like he's in over his head a little bit. His philosophy, I feel like, keeps changing. And I really don't understand what he's trying to do with this offense of the, the Broncos. I feel like he's just scrambling to survive right now. And he's just like he knows all the pressures on him. And oh, But before I go down that road, I still want to talk about, like, Russell Wilson, you like went to the Super Bowl fourth and one. Did you? Did you not learn anything? Run like, the ball. Like what happened? Run the ball. I mean, you got a Melvin Gordon line back up, line back there. You got to at least do something. Read option would have worked. In his defense, Melvin Gordon does have a history of fumbling. That on the is goal true. Yeah. As someone, he's done it once this year already. And as a Chargers fan, last season or two seasons ago, he fumbled on the one yard line in a regular season game too. So he does have a little bit of rotation of fumbling on the goal line. It's a. Uh... That was pretty bad. I'm sorry. That's just and also just uh, I know I was I was upset watching that. But, and but how about Richard Sherman after the game, <laughs> game press conference, like just him getting visibly upset, just like and uh, another thing, like apparently um, I think Nathaniel Hackett said this in the post game press conference, but he called a, um, a running play like the head coach. He actually I know we like we're giving him like kind of um, some like, you know, just punching the bag at him a little bit but apparently he called, as we should yeah he's well deserved but um apparently called a running play and russell wilson goes to the huddle and changes it to a passing play and so uh, i have a lot of questions on russell wilson right now i'm not feeling the let's ride i'm i'm, <laughs> I'm actually taking getting off the horse on that so uh I don't know. I think the play call was the right call because he had the receiver. He did. It was a great play play. call. The receiver is open on the play. So I I don't think we can knock the play because I feel like if if the Broncos run it on third and fourth down, like in in this hypothetical, they run on third and fourth down and they don't convert and they turn over. What are we saying about the coach then? We're saying on two straight plays, you don't let Russell Wilson throw the ball on the goal line. So I feel like it's a little bit of like – 
I am forgetting the word of just like playing the hypothetical of like they should have run the ball because he mm-hmm. didn't convert on the open receiver. Like little yeah. what if. Yeah, yeah, the what if game. That's what okay. I was So yeah, so I mean, as we're talking right now, when you look at like the Philadelphia Eagles or like some other team that was in on the Russell Wilson trade, it must feel pretty great to not oh. have traded all them oh. picks for Russell Wilson. I'm pretty sure they're very happy with where they are. It, it's kind of insane to think that the Eagles were like Talking about trading for a quarterback, seeing how good Jalen Hurts is doing this year. Jalen Hurts for Russell Wilson. Imagine that. That would be the worst thing ever. And then, like, not to even mention that, like, Jalen Hurts, like, you don't even have to. I think he's, once his contract's up, I think it's at the end of next year, I think. Next year, yes, but I think you're going to be looking for extension talks. Yes. They better. <laughs> they, they have to. Yeah. He's been amazing this but year. I don't think he's going to get Russell Wilson money. He, he might. Know, Russell know? Wilson. I mean, well, he he's looked horrible. He, it's like, he probably is the front runner for MVP right now. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, he's undefeated, so that's why I'm. I would okay. say he's the front runner for the yeah. MVP right now. I, I think just, he's behind Lamar and Josh Allen just a little bit, but I, I thought, thought he will. Take no, that step. I, think, I think the undefeated yeah. status but, kind of puts him up there. But like in I, my mind. But like like we talked about a little, a little bit before the show, like they are having like a, you look at their playoff schedule. I mean, you look at the regular season schedule. It's not that difficult. Like I mean, like it's they play. I, I think it is two playoff teams yeah. for the rest of the season. So he might get a little like a little something for that, but um, I don't think anything should be counted against him. But I'm saying some people you don't might. choose who you play against, right? Exactly. As much as these play, they don't get to choose who they play against, so we can't really hold that against them too hard. But the schedule is definitely looking his way for the rest of the year. Yeah. So we're we're gonna go back on topic with the Broncos and uh, Colts game. Stephon Gilmore, I think he's back at his elite level. W- what? What would you rank him cornerback wise? Is he top five for you? Cornerback? Yes. Oh no, I don't think so. No, really. No, I don't think so. He could be. I think he can be a one corner on a good defense. Still, I don't think he's. I don't. He's still not as good as he was in his defense player of the year season back with the Patriots. I can remember as a Patriots fan back when the Patriots traded him away. I can remember seeing him play. I'm like, it's gonna hurt because he's gonna go play somewhere and he's gonna be really good. Yeah. And I knew. And then just the timetable didn't work with the Patriots. The money they don't like. I paying. didn't understand the. It wasn't his fault. Didn't mean to cut you off, but I didn't. No. I, it's not his fault. Um, but I didn't really understand the whole. Panthers year. I mean, like, yeah, I it, it definitely was a weird that. year. Yeah, but he would have to approve on that trade, like his agent or Yeah, team. yeah, he approved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- I might be wrong. I think he's from the area. Oh, that's right. So I hometown. think that was part of it. Okay. Yes, back. I, I did remember seeing something I think he's like from that. the area, so that was part of the appeal of makes playing with the Panthers. But he definitely looks like that high-caliber player that he was. Yes, and speaking of defense, the Broncos' pass shots also looked pretty good last night. I mean, they had four sacks. Yeah. Bradley Chubb had two and a half. I mean, I don't know. 13 points in fantasy. <laughs> Pretty good out there. To be fair, it's a little easier to get sacks on a quarterback like Matt Ryan. That, that, that is true. Just Ryan. sits in the pocket. What happened to the Colts offensive line? Like I don't know, man. It used to be so good. I like I, I feel bad for Matt Ryan because he's finally probably like yes, I finally have a great O line. Like, like just, just all superstars everywhere, and then he, it just they just look terrible. Let uh, me ask you this: Do you think Frank Reich is on the hot seat right now? Oh, absolutely. Or actually, you know what? I think they'll probably give sure. him one more year if they get like if they get a quarterback. Because I think Jim Ursay is an owner that doesn't want to get like isn't going to give up on someone unless he isn't with it. And I feel like he's still him and I still feel like he's close to Frank Reich. I don't know. 
but I feel like he would give Frank Reich another one more year if they got if they drafted the quarterback. Because I think, I think the problem been, is the quarterback. Yeah, like it the problem, is. I think it's been like five straight years of a different starting quarterback every year. Yeah, and you can't blame the coach for that kind of personnel change year in year out. Like yeah, that is true. You, in order to be a good team, you need to build culture on a team, and your leader is your quarterback. So when you're bringing in a new one every single year, it's impossible to build anything. Yeah, if I'm and plus if I'm the Colts right now, I mean I I kind of would start the tanking. I mean not no, not like I I think not, not just yet, early, not just yet. But I'm saying if you have a chance to get like if you've been in this quarterback carousel and you have a chance to get one of like you know these top quarterbacks like C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, a quarterback from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. Oh, uh, Will Levis. Yeah, Will Levis. Um, He's looked really nice, by the way. But um, I said go ahead and do it. Like, I mean, like, if you're the commanders, like, one of these teams have got, like, when are they going to break the wheel of these quarterbacks? Like, yeah, so, I mean, like, just I would I would tank, and that's all I'm saying. That, that, that is true. I mean, the Colts do need. It's, it's early for the Colts. I meant more for, say, like, the commanders. I don't believe Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do agree with that. But yeah. I think if the Colts keep losing, then yes, because you can't win with Matt Ryan. Or a new quarterback every other year they sign. You really can't. I, I, like in the NFL, I think it's different about other sports. Like the idea of like tanking, I feel like it's less of like trying to lose and more of trying to put younger guys in at your quarterback yeah, position. And, that's what and the problem is the Colts. They don't have their backup quarterbacks. Nick Foles. So it's like if you want to hey. start like trying to like to <laughs> see Foles has often. done something. No, I know, but like if you're talking about the long term future of your franchise, right. you're not gonna bench Matt Ryan to put Nick Foles in to see if like that's where you're gonna be going for the future. Right. Which is it's just it's kind of problematic because there's not really a direct way to go about this season now. And plus you're playing Matt Ryan all that money too. So you're not gonna money wins in the end. The How direction of the Colts, it's kind of foggy right now, which which way they want to go, I feel like. How funny is it that right when Carson Wentz gets traded out of Indianapolis, hey, Nick Foles, you want to come sign with us? That's kind I of mean, funny. It's I mean, little... it's like another shot at Carson Wentz. I mean, honestly, uh, not to like go off, but hopefully Carson, I think we've probably seen the end, end of Carson starting. In the... This might be the last year he's yep. starting. He's a starting I agree. Quarterback. I, I mean, you you can say people were saying that like the Eagles situation with the Eagles was the problem, Doug Peterson, the conflict there. But then to try it now on two separate teams that have gone out on a limb to try to bring you in and to not perform. Yeah. It's it's sadly I feel like this is the last year we're seeing him in the starting job. And it's crazy that even during that Super Bowl run, like uh, there was rumors coming out of the locker room that he was complaining because he wasn't and you know this is when Nick Foles took the right, mm-hmm. like like helm. He wasn't getting that spotlight. Yeah, he, exactly, and he was upset, and he was going around complaining to his teammates. And then apparently, um, I think it was Darren Sproles who confronted him about it. And then um, that's when the whole media, the, the reports, got a hold of it, and they were questioning his leadership. Oh, I did not then, know that. I remember that was like the messiest offseason after that because mm-hmm, it was yeah. like the Eagles had Carson Wentz who was should have like an MVP. Mm-hmm. And then you have this guy who just won the Super Bowl for you and Nick Foles. Right. And I can just remember that offseason everyone like s- speculating th- about what's going on in the locker room. Who's I think the leader. Like, Loki got the, like that locker room got divided too because Alfred I agree. Jeffrey, he, he also said the same thing. He was not a huge fan of Carson Wentz. But um, yeah, I, hopefully... I, I, I'm not one to root against people, but hopefully Carson Wentz like, figures it out. All right. It's, it is time for us to take a break. We'll be right back talking about more NFL. We'll review some games from last week and then get into who our division winners were thinking the favorites are for this season. This is 90.7 The Caps on the team section.
WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. And we are back with 90.7 The Capstone. This is the student section. And I think it's time we talk about some of these division leaders. We've had, what is it, four good weeks of football so far. We're going into week five. And I think that the standings are kind of starting to shift out a little bit. We can kind of see where things are going to end up. And I think we should talk about the AFC first, just because the AFC is a little more bland. Let's be real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I 100% agree with you there. So I think the most controversial division, I would say, in the AFC has been the AFC North so far. I agree. That's gonna be that's a that's place. gonna be a hard division to win, just because all the teams are mediocre. I mean, yeah, I mean, the Ravens definitely should be, I, I would say, should be the best team in that division, but they haven't quite played to the level that we expect them to. No, they have not. John Harbaugh has been coaching like we expected him to. Mm-mm, not at all. He's been, uh, he's been a little underwhelming. I'm not going to hold you. Um, but I'm not going to lie. That was disappointing to see. Ravens should have honestly won that game. They should have. Um, Lamar Jackson, Jackson should have won that game. He, he, I, forget, I don't remember who the wide receiver was. But he was wide open in the back of the end zone, running a corner out. Was it Mark Andrews? No, it wasn't Mark Andrews. It might have been either. I think it was Rashad Bateman or Devin Duvernay. But he just looked too late, and Jordan Poyer was able to react and pick it off. He's so, been playing out of his mind this year. He has, and he needs to play like that a lot more with Micah Hyde being out for a yeah. while. Do you think he's uh, like up for in conversation with a defensive player? Or would you I, not go that far? I wouldn't go that hard. That's far. understandable. It's hard to say defense players so early in the year where like you have to maintain some right. high level. Like there was last year, I just remember the pages Matthew Judon had like nine sacks mm-hmm. and like nine Oh yeah, games. that is true. And yeah. then he proceeded to like not touch Fall the quarterback off. for like eight straight weeks. Or Chandler Jones week one had like <laughs> five or six sacks. Yeah. So yeah. like defense player of the year, it's a lot of it is about sustainability over like a whole season. Now, do you think Darius Slay could win defensive player of the year? He could. I mean, yeah, been like, a lot, like a lot of these, these players have like potential. Like the defense player of the year, I feel like there's always a ton of players that have the potential mm-hmm. and honestly have the talent. It's just kind of like how the, the like the counting stats add up for the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with that. I, I, well, well, I think we, we should revisit this a little bit later. That is true. Let's, yeah. Let's, yeah, definitely. So, but, do you still want to stay on the AFC North? Because I think the Bengals are going to probably win the division. If I had, I'm going think, Bengals as well. Yeah, because I think they're, um, like I said, I think last week we said like they only have the left tackle coming back from last season. So it's still taking time um, to form chemistry. And I think we saw last week when they played, um, they got that win. Who do they play? Um, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. Um, yeah, we saw, we saw it start to come together. Yeah, so I definitely agree. I, I remember uh, during the offseason, I said this last week, but Joe Burrow, he uh, had his uh, offseason elbow surgery. And he missed uh, training camp and preseason, so it's definitely good to see him get that knock that rust off and get uh get some uh get a good game under his belt. I agree. I think that the Bengals will probably win. That you got the Bengals. I, okay. I would say the Bengals as well. I no. mean, the Steelers aren't even in that talk. I would say that's what I was about to ask you. Do you have them making like the not the playoffs? I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But do you think they're going to be like a like you know still a competitive team? Not like really. No, like, like, I think Mike Tomlin's a good enough coach where like they're gonna be scrappy. And that's what I'm thinking games. too. I don't think they're gonna like. I think now that they started Kenny Pickett, that's one of the that's one of the things that I was surprising a couple weeks ago. How long is it gonna take before we saw Kenny Pickett? And um, I think we're at that point. I think the I think the team gave up on Mitchell Trubisky as they should because and, he um, was not good. Yeah, I, I mean, guess I think Kenny Pickett. I think that was like 
that was like the least concerned I've ever be I've ever been about a quarterback throwing three picks. Yeah, exactly. Like he threw those three picks, and like I, th- I think they were kind of like they're kind of iffy picks. They were like they I mean, it's almost one too. They were like they weren't like that big. Like I to me, those three picks like were not that big of a deal, which yeah. is so obscure to say because mm-hmm. three intercept, three turnovers is like three turnovers. should be yeah. a big deal. So let's move on from the AFC North, and who do you have winning the AFC East? That's a tough one because. We don't even know what the situation is with Tua. I was going to yeah. say, I feel like um, a lot of it is about how long Tua's out for. And like we covered last week, like, that's we like the NFL just messed up on that part. Um, for sure. So hopefully Tua gets all, gets better and hopefully he's all right and he's still able to play. But um, I'm still going to take the Bills out of this division. I think um, there's three to one. Um, and, like, you know, you got to ask me about the Jets or the Patriots, who I like more of those teams. I like neither so i'm gonna stick with the bills and then uh i don't hate what yeah. i've seen from the patriots these last two weeks we put the offense has looked a little bit better a yeah. third string quarterback and almost beating aaron Rodgers is Bailey's i feel out. like i feel like an achievement in its own so i wouldn't i wouldn't write them off completely for having an all right season but they're definitely not in the contention for the win right with two out for the dolphins i think there was some report from like C, a cte expert like like suggesting he like retires from football yeah. Yeah, because it was like that bad of a hit that mm-hmm. makes me concerned exactly just like, just like for his safety as a person mm-hmm. that's oh, most definitely and i would just hate to see anything i'm so i just i feel like the bills is just the safest pick and i think he's uh, seeking outside uh like advice because i don't I'm, i wouldn't trust anybody from the nfl after that so oh yeah I, I don't know how i'd feel after the last nfl doctor that I was just a back injury when it's I could a, barely it's walk. It's a pretty bad look when the doctor like immediately gets fired after mm-hmm. giving you a diagnosis. Like that, <laughs> that does not make me feel like comfortable yeah, with I, the doctor. But I definitely agree with y'all. The, I mean, I think the Bills are the safest pick. Yeah, um, 100%. And um, just to touch one more thing on like concussion, hopefully Naheem Hines is all right. Just want yes, to say that. Yes, yes. Prayers right. up for Naheem Hines. Hopefully they take their time. Yeah. He doesn't rush back onto the field and then get the second hit that Tua got. Let's learn from it's, your it's mistakes. It's been happening too much this season. T. Higgins out with a concussion first week, plays week two. Mm-hmm. Tua Bailoa can barely walk, but he's then able to play four days later and then is, um, is hospitalized with a concussion. And now Naheem Hines can barely walk. So... And speaking of Naheem Hines and the Colts, the AFC South, who do you guys have that coming out of that division? Because you yeah. got the Colts. Jaguars. Oh, the Jags. You like? Okay. I, I love so the Jaguars. You're high on Doug Peterson. In that I offense. am. I am. I'm also kind of high on their defense. It looked like when they played the Eagles on um, that first half, it looks like if they can get it together. Because mm-hmm. that first half for a little bit when they took the 14-0 lead, they, were, they looked pretty good. So. But, I feel um, like it. I'm not, at least I feel like in that division, like it. I think it has to be the Jaguars. Like I just, yeah. I don't have a lot of confidence in any of the teams in there. The Texans have obviously waved the white flag for the season. Like they're kind of toast. Oh, I think they're going for a top quarterback <laughs> pick. They want um, or Will Anderson. I think. Um, that, but, not one of the two, yeah. but I'm. I, I think they're going to go quarterback. I mean, Davis Mills has looked probably like one of the best quarterbacks out of the last draft class but not something you would yeah, make no. your franchise okay, no that makes sense mm-hmm. um titans i don't really know i don't think they're I'm, I'm waiting honestly i'm waiting for them putting malik willis i don't i don't i wouldn't be surprised if they like snuck around like you know and then like playoff derrick henry maybe gets activated or something they go on a little run yeah, but I don't even think I really, they're gonna make the playoffs. I, just, I really don't see it that like i don't see yeah, the receiving core is just it's it's not it's, good. It's, it's really bad. And your first round draft pick, Traylon Burks, just went out. Um, um, I think it was turf toe. Oh, just turf toe. I think okay. so. I, I, I think I saw something about that. Robert Woods, he really doesn't look the same. Nothing with ACL. ACL, like they just it, it's not the same. Robert Woods we saw with the Rams. It's Mm-mm. 
it, that team is just so heavily dependent on Derrick Henry, and he just isn't performing at the same level he was, which is kind of normal for running backs. Yeah. You normally get like two or three years where they look like the best player in the league, and then it kind of yeah, we knew it was coming. We just yeah. didn't, we just didn't know when. But yeah, you can't have that big of a workload and not expect a tail off. And especially if you're coming back from like an injury like that that he came um, suffered. What is it? Um, uh, his neck, right? No, it was his foot. I think it was his foot. But now we get to probably the. Well, I thought we all thought it was probably we all thought it was gonna be the best division, yeah. but so. it does not look good. So I would like still that. say it's the best division in football. No. No, you don't think so. I would still, I would still say it's the best division. I mean, there's a lot, not a lot of divisions have two good teams. I kind of like the NFC North. I like the NFC East. Oh well, that is competitive too. But we'll get to that. But yeah, we'll get to that. We get to the NFC. Um, yeah, I think we're all gonna rock with the Chiefs. Yes, Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are still my Super Bowl pick for the season. I, I, they haven't. Show me anything too convincing that and you have them going to the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, they're, they're yeah. My, I think the Chiefs are the, my Super Bowl from the AFC. I still think the offense is still looking beautiful without Tyreek, and they got that in the bag. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I like yeah, just Chiefs. I don't think there's much more to say. Yeah, no, <laughs> no Chiefs. Yeah. I think there, I think there's three playoff teams in that division. There might be. Well, I think the Raiders are still gonna find a way. You do? I, believe, still I believe in the Raiders. It is really early. It's still but early. But I don't know. It's still early. It's still a lot of pieces yeah. that came over. Um, New coach. I feel like it's, it's gonna. They're, I feel like they're gonna figure it out. If they don't, are you fire, firing Josh McDaniels? If they don't make the playoffs, it's hard. Cause I feel like it, a lot of these times the, the like snap judgment is to fire the coach. But exactly. I feel like the one year coach didn't. It doesn't always give the coach like a good enough time to set up like the system they want. Because as of now, people are saying like they're still adjusting. To the system, the the, the Mike McDaniel system. So it's kind of it's kind of difficult to like then judge like how good how poor the coach he is or how like complicated the system he's trying to place. And if they keep it for next year, if that could like improve the team. Yeah, I, I'm uh, I'm actually gonna say I hope they keep him. I think if if what we've been hearing about Josh McDaniels from all these years, I know. Uh, like he's very like talented, then I think you should not give up on that talent yet. I think a lot of people give up on the talent before it's like before they figure out what they want to do. You know, for sure. So I think they made a mistake, the Raiders with their head coaching hire. I think they should have kept their intern interim Rich. head coach as a uh, from last year. Rich, I can't say that last but, name. Malagiato. Biscot. Yeah, that. But no, I was not right. Uh, it was Biscay. I can't say it. Biscay, I'm sorry, but no, yeah, I think they should have kept him Biscay. instead of uh, Jaden McDaniel or yeah, Jaden McDaniel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the whole locker room was was behind that guy, and I feel like you just let him walk, even though he led you to the playoffs. It's a bad look, but I mean, hopefully, McDaniel's can turn it around. And apparently, he was well respected in that locker room. Like a lot of like he, a lot, was. he was a player's coach. Apparently, they ended the season five and two, got into the playoffs. It it, I was a little surprised when they didn't want to bring him back. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. I was. It, just, it feels like when you switch the head coach and this, a new guy comes in, and then it kind of like clicks a little bit better. Normally, I feel like you'd want to then stick with the guy that you made it click with. Yeah. So moving on to the NFC, we're gonna talk about the NFC East. Who do you have coming out of that division? First off, everyone wants to say that the NFC East is terrible, but guess who? Which division has the most wins right now? The NFC East. Yep. We went from the NFC least to the NFC beast. I would, Sorry, I, I saw that. I wouldn't, I, say that. I wouldn't say that yet. I still wouldn't say that. The, the, the Giants are yet to play. 
like a, a good team. Yeah. I feel like to get a good win. The Commanders are awful, and I'm not sold on the Cowboys. I think they're gonna get their ass handed to them by the Rams. But you never know. But I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm actually kind of high on the Cowboys. I am. I'm, you don't want to know why? Because and no one's everyone's. You, everyone's usually hyping up the Cowboys. No one's talking about the Cowboys. Dak is out. I think they have no pressure on them right now. That think, that is true. I think the only one with pressure on, on themselves is Mike McCarthy. I think Dak Prescott has pressure on him now with Cooper Rush performing the way he well, is. Well, I was about to say that might be the only pressure is like when Dak comes back that um he might like uh, ruin the chemistry. But I don't I don't believe that because I think you know Dak's gonna try to make it work. And I don't think he's gonna I don't think he's gonna win it. But We'll see what happens. I think the that Rams, after right losing a high-emotion game against a rival of 49ers, there was a lot going on in that game. You saw Jalen Ramsey. He was kind of pushing people around. There was a lot of emotion in that game. They Obviously, they lose that game. But then you get to be home against the Cowboys, a game that they, they're going to take. Everyone wants to beat the Cowboys because they get they get um, like nominated as America's team yeah, every single Dallas. year. So they're obviously going to want, they're gonna want to beat the Cowboys. Right. So they're going to go out there and perform. So I really think the Rams are just going to destroy Destroy the Cowboys. But I think we can all agree the Eagles are going to win this division easily. I see. I'm. I want to say yes, but and I think. Uh, I think the Eagles. My hot take for the season was the Eagles might go undefeated just by based on the regular season schedule. Um, if you actually look at the schedule, it's like we talked about earlier. It's not that impossible. They only really play like two playoff teams, as we mentioned earlier. But like I said, Dallas Cowboys are just under the radar right now. No one's talking about them. Like, no one's at like no media pressure. We'll see after this weekend. Yeah, we'll I think yeah, after this weekend will prove a lot. Yeah, we'll see what happens though. But um, I but I know you're interested with the NFC East, but I really like the NFC North just because mm-hmm. I, just I like, do too. I like Minnesota. I like the Packers. And then the lines would just make things interesting. I'm not saying they're good, but it's hey, like it's like the, it it's the hard knocks love. I feel like is yeah, like a lot of football culture just because they were on the hard knocks to have this like crazy offense kind of that puts up crazy points. I feel like a lot of people kind of attach themselves. It's like, the yeah, line. it's like a feel good team that that does usually happen, too. But I mean, I don't know about you guys, but Packers don't look impressive at all as so far this season. Bears are the Bears. Justin Fields might be the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah, I I, I said earlier, like I'm huge. I'm high on Justin Fields, and uh, I'm high, but not as much. <laughs> uh, he needs I really, to learn how to read defense. I would say yeah. Justin Fields looks abysmal, and that I think the Bears are the worst team at division. The Packers really don't look the same, and I, never will I put my confidence in a Kirk Cousins led offense. Oh. I'm, I think, but I do think the Vikings are going to win this division. I think so too, and plus they haven't even been using Dalvin Cook like like really as much. But um, one thing I do want to say about the Packers, uh, Christian Watson and the Romeo Dobbs have slowly looking like a little bit better. I, I do like what I, I'm seeing from Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs is looking like a legit uh, wide receiver. I role. like that Rodgers. I feel like is also putting him in more positions to make plays, right. and kind of trusting him in that role a little more, which is uh, good to see for the Packers offense. Mm-hmm. And then um, NFC South Bucks. I don't even Bucks. think we have to talk about really Bucks. the rest of the division. Well, okay, but actually we should talk about the Saints because the Saints they have not looked that impressive, and you could say, oh, we should tank, we should tank. They don't have a first round pick, so no, yeah, they're, they're gonna, gonna be they're gonna be uh, in a lot of trouble. Also, just really, their first round pick is right now at to the Eagles. So the right now the Eagles are undefeated and have a top five pick projected as of right now. Pretty impressive stuff. It is. Howie awesome. Roseman is a legend. Big recovery, and then um, NFC, NFC West. 
that's an interesting run. I'm actually going to go probably with Rams out of this division, out of the uh, NFC West. Really? I'm going 49ers. No. I think the Rams are going to get it together. I'm going to lean toward the 49ers. I really like – I think I like I like both those teams. I think the Rams are a wild card, probably the best wild card team to sneak in – or not sneak in, just the highest ranked wild card team. And I think the 49ers probably win that division. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I got 49ers just because Rams' Super Bowl hangover is looking like a real hangover. I just trust Matthew Stafford more than I trust Jimmy G. I don't know. Matthew Stafford has looked pretty mid wait so till, far. Wait. If they, can, if they can make the playoffs, wait till playoff Matt Stafford. He's going to break every shoulder, every bone in his shoulder, but he'll fight through it. All right, this is 90.7 The Capstone, the student section. We'll be back right after a quick break. WVUAFM, Tuscaloosa. And we're back with 90.3 The Capstone. This is the student section with Brady, Connor, and Jalen. And just to finish up our quick, our NFL segment here, we'll talk about our locks and upsets for this upcoming week. Well, I guess I'll start it off. All right. So pretty much, I'm going to pretty much go for my lock, the Jags over the Texans. Why the Jags over the Texans? I feel like I don't have to explain myself here. Uh, we all know that the Texans have not won a game. and They tied one, credit to them, um, but they have not won. So, yeah, I don't – they just look terrible. Um, they still have a – they need a lot of work. Davis Mills isn't really he's, – he's okay, but he's not looking like a franchise quarterback. The Jags, on the other hand, I think they're going to have a recovery game um, against that Eagles team because that was a tough – game for them, uh, especially with that weather. I don't think they'll have to deal with a massive rain. Um, and plus, I still like Doug Peterson and what he's doing. Um, Trevor Lawrence looks like, besides last week, Trevor Lawrence looks like he's been getting better. And uh, they have, the, I think they have like a top offense. Um, and then my upset, pretty much going to keep it simple. Uh, I'm going to go Raiders against the Chiefs, pretty much, because... Simple. Yep. It is simple. <laughs> it's like a very casual, simple pick. A casual, just the Raiders casually going to go out and beat the, the yep. Chiefs. Just because like that's the most Raiders thing ever. So... Um, yeah, those are my locks and my upsets. What about uh, UConn? So my lock is Vikings over Bears. Okay. Bears have looked not good this season. Justin Fields looks like maybe the worst quarterback in football. Yep. And the Vikings, they have a great offense with, I mean, Kirk Cousins. Yes, it's, it's Kirk not Cousins. a primetime game. It's not a primetime it prime 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 game. game. So Kirk Cousins Kirk might, be, play well. might play like an MVP, like Michael Irvin said. But, I mean, you got Justin Jefferson. Adam Thielen, you got Dalvin Cook. They're going to get them involved. Bears, they can't do anything. My upset, prepare for this. Giants over the Packers. I'm going to need some explaining. Packers have looked not good at all. God awful. I mean, they're, they can't score. Their offense looks entirely mid. Giants, yes, Daniel Jones looks really bad. But Saquon looks healthy. Brian Dable has a team around around their back. Uh, is it Dexter Lawrence, right? Dexter Lawrence? Yep. He, he looks, looks he looks like he's doing really good. They just had Landon Collins back. I don't know if he'll play this week, but it, it's looking like a pretty pretty good trap game for the Packers right now. What about you, Brady? What are your locks and upsets? Lock of the week, 49ers over the Panthers. Baker Mayfield uh, had probably one of the worst games I've seen last weekend. It was abysmal. I think the 49ers have a great defense. I'm off the Baker train. Off the Baker train. I was never on the Baker train. I think, like we're talking about Carson Wentz, (laughs) Baker, this might also be his last year in a starting job. I think he'll get one more shot. Maybe. I think he'll get one more shot to compete. 
first starting. Maybe it could be. Maybe, yes. It could be like Let the Mitch Trubisky, like bring yeah. in and then like see what happens with the young guy. But I think this is like it. I think the 49ers will win that game. And then the upset, for some reason, Seattle is not favored against the Saints. I don't, I mean, I don't understand. To me, the Saints have not looked very good in my eyes. And Seattle, Geno Smith. Say what you want. The memes is completing over 70% of his passes. But I ain't right back. He did not right back. And he has looked like an absolute dog. He's in all legitimacy playing like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFC. Geno Smith is not playing Russell Wilson. I mean, yeah, look at that trade. The the Seahawks got to steal that trade. They stole. They they, they traded their second best quarterback on the roster for a bunch of assets, then put their real best quarterback in the starting lineup, and now I'm ready for this season. So I like Seattle over the Saints. They had a plan all along, and they just hoodwinked everybody. They knew what they were doing right from the start. But I feel like now it's time to talk about the big news that broke today. For the, oh. for the, uh, the audio listeners who are, who are not aware, uh, there was a, a physical altercation, as it was first reported, between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Earlier today, TMZ got a hold of the actual video of the physical altercation, which was really just Draymond Green winding up yep. and sucker punching Jordan Poole in the face. Jordan Poole wasn't even ready for it, wasn't even expecting it, Mm-mm. and he he dropped. like His dropped. knees crumple. Like, he was knocked out, and then Draymond Green continued to get over him, and then he, they had to be separated. Um, but if I may, I just got to – like if my opinion on this whole matter – when it first came out, it was I thought it was like okay, Draymond being Draymond. Draymond yeah, yeah, that's what he course. does. He gets in guys' and faces, he riles up. Exactly. You and see the you video, see, and then you see the video, and you're like, oh my god, this is what is disgusting. But that's not not only the video is it disgusting, but someone dropped that video on purpose. And what that means is Draymond Green has been negotiating ever since the offseason started for a max contract extension. I think someone leaked that. Um, I don't have any sources on this, but I think someone leaked that video on purpose. To help either say like, hey, we're not. If they do extend Draymond Green, it's not going to be what he wants for the amount he's worth because he's mm-hmm. heard it uh, just by that video. Or this is a perfect reason because I don't think chemistry is going to be the same. I don't think you can recover after that. But um, I know Steve Kerr got punched by Michael Jordan, but Steve Kerr, as I remember, got like a black eye and he wasn't knocked out. So I don't think I, when you get knocked out, it's a whole different type of like mentality. So I just think that chemistry won't be the same. So this might be a reason. War, we don't see Draymond Green on the Warriors in a couple, maybe the end of the year. Who also, knows? Michael Jordan is Michael Jordan. Yeah, exactly. best, yeah it's not Draymond, Draymond Green. Like, yeah. like, it's like I, when, if Michael yeah. Jordan punches Steve Kerr, it's like, what are you going to do? Trade Michael Jordan? You no. Know, like, oh, yeah. Draymond Green, who can't score the basketball. Yeah. But, he, but I say that because. We know he's that heart of that team. He, he is that absolute. And he's that heart might have been ripped out after punching Jordan Poole like that, yeah, though. It might have been, but he's the Patrick Beverly times ten for that team. I think that part of it is, is we can't know how this affected the chemistry of the team yeah. and the locker room. Like we can speculate that like it's going to ruin everything, but for all we know, like the guy they've they're already, on the rug, they've already yeah. super under the rug and they're moving on to the next. It's all about I feel like I feel like it's about how Jordan Poole reacts to this, which I feel like. It's kind of valid if he was like, hey, I don't really want to play with Draymond Green and how the rest of the locker room reacts to how this this all went down. Well, the reason I say it's going to affect the team is because when Draymond Green got in Kevin Durant's face, what happened there? That I think that's he checked huge, out. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at that last, the, that, that last season with Kevin Durant there. He The last half of that season, he was not and that fully was, into it. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. And that was just from getting in his face. And that's the thing. Not, yeah, exactly. Not, not he, knocking him out. He talked 
to Kevin Durant. He punched Jordan Poole. Yeah. That's a big difference. And I just, and I know, I know if like if I was on, like if one of y'all punched me and knocked me out, uh, like I'm not like I won't be professional, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm going to be sitting over here like, oh, why I ought to, like, you know, <laughs> like old Popeye kind of thought, but like, and yeah. even but, like you look at the video too, it like they're just kind of like barking back and forth. Like, I mean, if I played, I played pickup ball. And I like you. You kind of you talk to each other. There's some smack talk going around. Like like sometimes tempers get high, but like if someone punches someone, the game kind of ends. And what's so strange is you, when they're talking, none of you look at the video. None of their teammates is even looking at. When the punch, like, when like the punch happens, like there's like two teammates that run over. Yeah. And I, then I think it's Jonathan Kaminga is standing like right there. He he's was shocked. Just, like, his oh, hands are on his hips, and yeah. he's just like staying there watching this happen, like kind of in, like disbelief. That's that what I'm Draymond saying. Did I, that. I think like a lot of because people thought it was normal. It was normal because it, it, it kind of is for Draymond. Yeah, exactly. And then he just comes over and it's and then everyone just rushes over. I don't know. But I don't want to spend too much time on that because I'm kind of disappointed with Draymond. I am too. I think um, he. I think he might. Just, get cut or get traded. He's not getting like, cut. I don't think he gets cut. I think it's too important. I think there might be a. I think there's trade value there. Yeah, I think, I think you can. I think you can move him. I think part of the problem is he is very essential for the way that the the, the Warriors kind of run he their is, offense. He is, like, he is. But that's all another thing. Draymond Green, like before, I think it was before this offseason started. And he's he's said he's open to playing for his hometown Detroit Pistons. So this might be a transition period. But we'll see. We'll see. Well, what happens. Oh, okay, I just realized this. Michigan State Draymond Green punched Michigan Jordan oh, yeah. Poole. Well, that's what I'm saying. There might have been a little robbery there to begin with. <laughs> yeah, that Mich- maybe you're right. Maybe that's actually what started the trash talk. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite, someone was joking on Twitter saying that Jordan Poole looked at him and called him Mr. Triple Single. And oh, then Draymond funny. had nothing, came over and knocked him out. But I th- I mean, I think the, 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 the interesting part is how TMZ got a hold of the video That's what and I'm what saying. the motives was behind the mm-hmm. video getting Because someone did that on purpose to send a message. There, there, it, there is some reason behind that. Or money. But most likely, someone, if you're in that position and you're willing to go, like face, like, they're pursuing legal action. So mm-hmm. you're, if you're willing to do that, that means you're not really doing it, in my opinion, maybe for the money. So. I feel like the video being, because I remember seeing the ESPN videos a lot of times, after like the initial report came out, people were kind of like saying, "Well, Draymond's being Draymond, you know, like it's kind yeah. of that's what he does." But I feel like the the fact that there's the video, it puts into perspective like how kind of different it was than just a physical altercation. Yeah, yeah no, it, and that's the, the Twitter made it sound a lot better than the video was for sure, for sure. That's probably what they wanted. But so I'm gonna keep my eyes on the Warriors. But do you guys have any other teams you're keeping your eyes on, or any teams that you're kind of maybe super excited for, or not so for sure, but you're you see the potential maybe of something growing like the Cavs for instance I like the Rockets really yeah I think they have a lot of young talent mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to be great this year you think, you think they're going to compete for a playoff spot no okay. uh, no, they might comp- compete for a play in but okay. in the next upcoming years not in the west I actually not in the I, west they're I not competing the Kings, for a play the in the Kings west making the playoffs no the, the Kings are I don't think the Kings are better than the Rockets I no. mean if Jabari plays away Jabari played in that first preseason game then that's gonna be it's gonna be a hard team to not say, hey, they might make a playing spot and might be the Cavs of last year. Because mm-hmm. Jabari, I think people in the summer league, I think overreacted to how like mm-hmm. how poorly Jabari kind of played. But I think the way Jabari plays, he kind of needs like a point guard to kind of set him up. He does, yeah. His his handle isn't quite there yet, which is okay at someone his size, and he'll learn to do that. But now that he has Jalen Green and um, 
Wait, what's the other guard? Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter. Yeah. Thank you. Kevin Porter. He's, he's like the front guard, but not really a point guard. He's I like know. scoring. But like yeah. now that he has kind of those two to play alongside of him, I feel like it's going to be a lot easier for him to get the shots off that he wants. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. The team that I am, I'm a little biased, but the team I'm interested in to see is the Portland Trailblazers. Okay. Because I feel oh, like yeah, there's, that's da- there's be some Dame bounce back. They kind of revamped the entire roster. They made some like, key moves too, like Jeremy, Jeremy Grant. Grant. Jeremy Grant looks good. Great in his yeah. first preseason game. Gary I Payton. loved what I saw. I think that Chauncey Billups. I'm really excited to see what Chauncey Billups does. Andre Simons. I think he has oh, a star. Le- he, I think he legitimately could be an all star. I do too. He's, I don't know about. I have all-star. him in the same category as Tyrese Maxey. No, I really do. I because I, Tyrese Maxey is a scorer, but Anthony Simons, I don't think he's gotten as much like he's well. a shooter. Yeah. He can shoot the ball yeah. incredibly a, well. He can shoot like he, he can shoot lights out. out. Yeah, his, his, he said this goal before his season is to make the All Stars All Star team, and I don't think he will make it, but I believe he has that potential. I think he's a scoring guard that can once he develops, he'll be able to just get his like create his own shot and shoot the ball. Um, I, I don't think there's much difference between him and CJ. Like, I really don't. Like, I think they moved off CJ yep, exactly. to the Pelicans because they knew that Simons was going to be able to step into that role. And I don't remember when Anthony Simons declared for the draft. He declared early, too. Yeah, he's like a really, really young really player. Young. He, I think he came out of IMG. He, 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 I don't think he went to he, college. He's 23 right now. Yeah. Which, he's, which is crazy because he's been in a year at league for like four years. Yeah. Kind of like, but um, that goes to prove. And he was like, I think he was a lottery pick, too. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, I, I think, think so. Yeah, he's a top lottery pick. So I, I have another team. If do you have a team that you want to talk about? on Sharp. I just had to mention him. I'm really huge on him. Yeah. Do you have another team you want to talk about? Um, just uh, um, not really. I just maybe the Nuggets. I know Jamal Murray's coming back. He's finally healthy again. Uh, I know it's going to take him a while, but I think um, having Jamal Murray back is going to be huge. And I think they're supposed to be getting Michael Porter back. Um, Michael Porter Jr. It's kind of a big question mark though because yeah. he was supposed to be back like last year, but mm-hmm. I think this back. This back thing has been a problem for him ever since. Like that, I mean, that's why he dropped. To, that's why the Nuggets got the draft in was yeah. because he had these problems back. And his family history. I think all his siblings and his parents have all torn their ACL and like multiple times. It's crazy. That so family I wouldn't count him playing the whole season. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I was I was saying this because there's actually another team that I forgot about that's very very interesting. And you were talking about CJ's. I want to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, Zion Williamson back. looks Good. slim. He looks like he lost a lot of weight. CJ looks healthy too. Yes, and the Pelicans, they uh they what to call it, they had a really good surprising year last year. And they add their superstar Zion Williamson, who slimmed down. You ready for that this? team is full of role players. I'm I'm gonna they're gonna be a top four seed. I, I agree. I yeah. do agree. I think I, top four seed is can be done. On the Pelicans, but what they, they almost upset the number one Phoenix Suns. They did. And without Zion. And with, I think was CJ health, healthy for that whole series? I think he came back. I, I think he was injured again, for a part so, of it. Um, yeah, I'm really high on that team. That really team you got three. Tw- you got three players who can pull up 20 a game in CJ, Brandinger, and Zion. And then you have Herb Jones, have who's Herb a lockdown. And then roll tide. <laughs> roll tide. You have Larry Nance Jr., who's also a great defender. Jose Alvarado was Grand kind of Theft Alvarado. They've caught on to his little sneaky <laughs> But like, move, but like even if you look beyond his his signature move, he's still like hounding these guards. Oh, up yeah. Like yeah. Court. He, he, and he, he was hounding Chris defense. Paul last yeah, year. Full court. Every he, Chris Paul got tired of it. Chris Paul was like, man, can you like chill? Like he looked like a young TJ McConnell the way he was hustling out yeah. there. And then he put Devontae Cram and Nikhil Alexander-Walker in, in like each corner. And then all of a sudden, you have shooters, you have defenders, and you have these great dominant scores. Mm-hmm. I think Nikhil Alexander-Walker actually just got traded to the Jazz. Did he actually? I think so. I, I, I do agree. agree. 
That no, song. No, you're, you're right, though. Because no, but even uh, what you're saying to your point, like they, they have open space for shooters in the corners, and the way that this offense, like they, the way they were rolling last year, especially when uh, they were running it through CJ, when um, um, Ingram, Ingram, yeah, 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 out, like, oh, yeah, and now you can Zion back. He looks healthy, bigger. He's saying he's higher. jumping higher than he's yeah. ever jumped before, Scary which I believe. In, in which I, believe. Like, I believe it, but it's kind of obscure to think that like he's jumping higher because he already has some of the most bounce in the NBA. I, how much, uh, how much money would it have, would you have to be offered to take a hit from Zion Williams? It's like like a truck, full, full speed. Uh, let it's me like think. I'm thinking at least ten to fifteen million dollars. Would you rather have Zion or Giannis driving at you? Uh, probably Giannis, because he's probably gonna like he'll probably just like me. jump yeah. over. Yeah, <laughs> Zion's going shoulder into you. Yeah, here. Zion's gonna make me look like Kevin Knox. Yeah, Zion so has these little movie does where he like Giannis just shoves his shoulder into you and then just like box jumps, dunks on you. Giannis will hurt my pride, but Zion will kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Giannis will make me hurt inside. Zion will just make me hurt. Yeah, it's it's so funny watching him just like show people out of his way and then literally just like it's like a squat and then just like gets his head above the rim. He did it at that against Giannis. That's one of his mm-hmm. most famous highlights. Yeah, um, it's insane. One of the things I also want to mention before we, uh, we wrap this up is um, I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, it's kind of early, but oh my God, Victor Wab- Wabinamaya. Wabinamaya. Uh, Wabinamaya. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, you guys want to talk about a prospect? Man, he's, that is seven. He's like he's supposed he's to be seven, seven three. But seven, seven, no, seven four. Yeah, he's seven three, but with now. shoes. But with shoes, he's seven four, I believe. And he can do everything KD can do. It's literally like, imagine KD and Giannis combined. This is what the, I am so nervous. <laughs> like, if you're like the Spurs, the Jazz, maybe the Knicks, like, I don't know what teams you guys are expecting to not do so well. Mm-hmm. I'm actually high on the Kings. I think the Kings are actually going to be really competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually like what they did. Like, I used to give them so much crap, crap for that trade last year with Tarnes Halcobber, and I thought that was too early. Um, but they actually looked really good after the All Star break. And um, Keegan really, Murray looks yeah, really good. He's a solid, like, uh, Get ready to play now, kind of guy. But oh my God, guys, we what? Search out Victor. I can't say his last name. Victor, one of my the fact whatever. that Adam Silver is already saying like, "Hey guys, please don't tank too hard this season. We need like, <laughs> yeah. like at least like don't put out a lineup of G League players." Is it shows this prospect and how insane he is. He's seven four. He shoot. He shot seven for eleven from three. Yeah. Which like is ridiculous. The guy if, went up. If you're like six four and you go out there and you go seven for four from three against the guy who's supposed to be the second overall pick and, and scoop. I, that's exactly. And I wanted to give him a shout out too because he played also very well before he left the game with injury. But um, he's he, scoot is definitely two, a better probably. playmate. He's definitely number two. He's a playmaker, mm-hmm. which Victor yeah. did end the game with zero assists. So I there is something there. I don't know how much you want to read into that. Scoot did have nine, I believe, in the game. So there's definitely like, he's got some more playmaking upside to it, but definitely if you get the first or second overall pick this season, it, you're feeling good about yourself. Yeah, it explains a lot of moves just um, real quick. Explains a lot of moves like the Spurs. We wonder why they moved on from Dejounte Murray. That explains it. They why were, the Jazz were so yeah. willing to dump both their players. It makes sense. Uh, Danny Ainge was just eyeing Victor in France. If you're Charlotte right now, I'm starting to. Yeah, Charlotte or any of these, because I don't think Charlotte's going anywhere. But that's a topic for another day. The Pacers, the Wizards. Yeah, there's a lot of these teams that you might just see. Like, the problem is. Some of these teams already have the head start before the season's even started the tank. Like normally it's like you get to the all-star break and then you like bench the players, but the Spurs and the Jazz have yep. a head start on They're this. Just like, nope, we're gonna we're gonna move on. But that's a topic for another day, and we can get more into it next time. But it's been a pleasure, boys, as always. This has been 90.7 the capstone, the soon section. See you next time. Adios, mis amigos.
WVUA-FM, Tuscaloosa.